Welcome to 050. I'm your host, Bruce Bradley, founder of recycling company First Mile. This is our Green Impact podcast where we meet guests creating solutions for a zero carbon world. In this episode of 050, we meet a circular economy trailblazer who started her business only two and a half years ago, and she's on a mission to change the ink industry to be more sustainable and environmentally conscious. Becky Baines is founder of the Ink Bin, which is sustainably recycling and refilling printer cartridges. And when I invited Becky on 050, I was interested to know why she had started a business and a declining sector, because I assume we were all printing less. And it transpires I was completely wrong. And the inkjet market is in rude health. And in particular, the home printer market has grown significantly in the last 18 months with everybody working from home. Globally, we print almost 1 trillion A4 prints, and the inkjet market is set to grow 5% per year for the next five years. So I'm really interested to find out from Becky how we make printers greener. There's probably a pun in there somewhere. Welcome to Zero <laughs> Five O, Becky. Oh, thank you very much. It's lovely to be here. Great to have you on the show. I'm really, really fascinated to find out more about this because I really thought we'd be into like a declining market, and it turns out <laughs> no, that... we're all we're all printing from home as we're all stuck at home working. Um, and I think although we know that we should print less, I I'm one of those people. I'm a visual person. I need something in front of me. So just yesterday, I was doing a document, and halfway through, I had to print it off just to read it, see what it was looking like, and I think. Uh, you know, I think lots of people are the same. So what's the environmental issue then you're trying to help solve here? Because everyone that comes on the show, they've got a mission and they're trying to fix something. <laughs> what What are you trying to fix for us? Well, when I started in this industry, uh, I came across the startling, awful discovery that 80% of the ink cartridges that we use get thrown straight into landfill. They are going to take a thousand years to decompose. So it is mostly about raising awareness with people that they're incredibly easy to recycle and just don't throw them in the bin. So 40 percent. 80 percent. 80 percent. Oh, my God. So what? So, so how that works is someone goes need new printer cartridges order some new printer cartridges from hp swap them out and throw the other ones away absolutely so um for many many years there have been envelope return schemes uh, which i'm sure you've you've seen before lots yeah. of your listeners have um got those envelopes lying around and i do it completely differently i work on community collection points whereby we put literally the ink bin within community areas whether it's a supermarket a school a library and people drop them in and what never ceases to amaze me is that people do find it easier to take their cartridges to the supermarket and drop them in a bin than they do to walk to their post box we don't use post boxes much anymore so then it must be the case that the envelopes aren't being used if 80% of the cartridge yes, has been thrown away. Absolutely. The, the current system just doesn't work. And also my huge, huge bugbear is the fact that most of the envelopes are plastic. Which ah, is complete greenwashing. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to tackle two things at once, really, there. And why do you think that is the case? Because it's quite strange, isn't it? Because you buy a new inkjet cartridge we've all done it or you buy a refilled one from the ink bin or one of your resellers it has a returns envelope in it but then and it's almost like the time you'd be swapping the 
cartridge you'd have the envelope in your hand but still people don't use it and in no just... no people don't and amazingly i get an awful lot of the cartridges that go into the ink bin are in those envelopes and people i think it's um i i coined a phrase a couple of months ago circular supermarkets i think we are all getting more and more to the point where we're getting used to going to the supermarket, looking on our kitchen counter and saying, right, what have I got to take back to the supermarket today? Batteries, I mean, I, I will never ever throw a battery in the bin because they're so dangerous in landfill or wherever. But I think we're all getting to that point where we start to take a little parcel of different things to our supermarket to recycle. And that that's more how I think consumers are going to be going. And how many bins have you got out in supermarkets now? Have you had take up from from some of the bigger chains and stores? We've got um, we've got ink bins in all of my local supermarkets, but very excitingly, we are now part of an official trial with Waitrose John Lewis partnership. Ah, so we've got some bins down in Surrey, and we are hoping that that's going to be rolled out nationally next year. And I sincerely hope all the other supermarkets are going to follow suit. Absolutely. And do the bigger chains make decisions locally on things like that? Or are they, is it a sort of a, it has to be a sort of head office decision. And then once you get the head office decision, it, it, it's it a little bit of both. So um, when I first started out two years ago, I had some amazing local branch managers who wanted to support a local company. And that was done uh, very much locally. But the Waitrose work is being done through head office being monitored very very carefully but we are working and choosing nominating local charities for any funds to go to so it's being managed nationally but very much it's a scheme that will benefit people locally yeah brilliant and so you're getting these inkjet cartridges back and it sounds like the, the, as, as we sort of found out from my intro the market's growing and you've got a huge opportunity of 80 percent of them are going in the oh, bin absolutely wouldn't that be an amazing achievement if i um if i flipped that round and got at least 80 percent going for recycling it would be incredible and what happens then what's the process from i put my ink cartridge inkjet cartridge in, in a in a waitrose the ink pin collection point what happens after that point when they get back to us, they uh, come through our workshops and it's very labour intensive, but we sort them all out into the different streams. Anything that's a cartridge that's originally been made by one of the companies, we, wherever possible, will send it back for refilling to refillers within the UK. That, that gets sold at a remanufactured ink cartridge. That's our absolute hope that what will happen with them and a cartridge can be refilled up to about eight times before oh, wow. yeah before it will um become defunct damaged or so on there's still a lot of very cheap compatible cartridges coming through from other countries and they can't be refilled so they will all go off for recycling we'll never ever uh, send one to landfill oh wow so that's very interesting so I was sitting here thinking I'm buying a refilled cartridge, but actually I'm going to check because I, I might be buying a refilled cartridge or I might be buying a effectively a own brand cartridge, which is not it's which is a brand new cartridge. Yes. How do I tell so the, how do I tell the difference? If it has got the original manufacturer's name on Epson brother Canon, for example, that will be an original cartridge. Right. You'll be obviously paying more for it. If it looks like one, but it's got a different brand on it, then it will be a remanufactured one. 
Right. Okay. Wow. And so if I then, and you've sort of answered this next question. So if I've bought an HP cartridge, I've sent it back. I bought a refilled HP cartridge. Yes. I can still send that back again. And I yes. basically just keep sending it back and eventually. Absolutely. And, and HP are way ahead of the game with um, their HP Instant Ink. So the HP Instant Ink you will be getting back through will be a remanufactured one. So HP are doing this uh, beautifully and amazingly already. So HP are doing the refill themselves. Yes. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. But they yeah. need more. They need more people like you collecting them because people are still hopefully. In this yeah. 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 Um, and again, I my market research shows that people still find it easier to drop them into a bin in the supermarket than they do post them back because I will get the HP instant inks as readily as I get the originals. Interesting. And you've sort of half answered my next question because I was going to say you're, you're you're probably public enemy number one amongst <laughs> HP and Epson and Brother, are you? Because I always thought that the business model, and again, I'm probably way out of date, but I thought the business model of the of the print manufacturers was sell the printer cheap and make all the money on the ink. Yes, yeah. And is that still the well, case or is that, have they moved uh, on from that? It is the case, but I would like to think in the world we are moving towards the last few years that they are becoming aware that that's just not a long-term viable solution for the environment anymore. So my hope is that they work with me and realise, like HP are doing, that they need to refill, remanufacture. Some people will still be choosing to buy original cartridges, but for those people who are happy to buy a slightly cheaper product that isn't original but refilled, hopefully uh, I'll be leading the way and helping the likes of these big companies learn along the way. So... You've got the cartridges, you've got them back to the fillers. And is the process of refilling a uh, cartridge, is it super specialist or is it relatively straightforward to... It's to... a bit of both. So it's incredibly easy, but it takes a lot of infrastructure. You need a lot of um, very clean, large factories which is where hopefully one day I will be as the ink bin grows that I should be doing that myself at the moment I'm focusing on getting them in and ensuring that somebody else is refilling them uh, the actual process is incredibly easy but it's and so it should be it's very well regulated yeah and there's some cartridges that you just can't refill at all or it's just pretty much everything refillable pretty much everything is refillable except the cheap rubbish that people right. buy Right. So you are better for your consumers. They are much better buying a remanufactured original cartridge than one of the cheapy ones we buy. So the message there for the listener is either buy a original HP yeah. or brother or buy a refurbished HP or brother. Yeah. Don't, go Don't buy the cheap rubbish. Yeah, because although you might be saving a little bit of money in the short term, you're going to end up buying a very linear product that can't be refilled. Absolutely. Absolutely. And from my research for this for this episode, I sort of find it seemed like the market seems to be working moving more away from laser and into inkjet. And is that the case? And is is laser now? Laser printers are they dead? Can you refill laser? Do you collect laser? What happens if you collect a laser? We do recollect lasers, but yes, I think it's it's inkjet all the way really moving forwards, and they're the ones that have got that circular life more um, we're also um, we're working on behind the scenes trying to collect toners now as well but again I think that's going to be a dying trade as so many of us are doing hybrid working and offices are selling up their space I think it I think the inkjet market is the one that's going to be booming in the future 
And I think the I mean when inkjet first came on the scene, they were sort of like the the sort of poor cousin to the laser jet. But I think their sort of performance and quality is so much higher now. And also, it's not limited to printing paper as well. There's inkjet printers all all over, QR printers, packaging printers. So there's a lot of a lot of inkjet out there. So it's um, ama- amazing uh, work. So why is it important? Can you tell us why? Who? Why should we care about refilling an inkjet cartridge? Because about a million in the UK alone are sold every week. So if you take that 80%, that means 800,000 little plastic boxes are being chucked into landfill every single week. And they will last in landfill for about a thousand years. Wow. And totally avoidable. Totally avoidable. Totally avoidable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The other, the other um, subcontext to that as well is it's largely considered that ink is not hazardous, but you are still going to get ink residue going into our land, our watercourses and all sorts as well, because they do, everybody knows you take a printer cartridge out, you get ink all over your hands. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and it is a sort of one of the things that's staggering that it's a serviceable, reusable refillable product that is being sold as a consumer product and how could the printers get it so wrong i mean for so long yeah absolutely Uh, well i think it's because the companies want to be selling brand new cartridges yeah yeah and other than other than hp that sounds like it's quite enlightened around this sort of scene are they are they others moving towards because for a long time there was a complete resistance from the OEMs, the original equipment manufacturers, to to support refill. They tried to block it at every way. They said a refill cartridge was inferior. They void guarantees. Are they still massively in denial, or or, or is that really starting to change? Uh, I'm working on finding that information out at the moment. The honest answer is we're all facing change and uh, the pressure is going to be hitting us all more and more. And like anything to do with sustainability, it's I think regulations have to come first, changes in law have to come first, and then everybody has to follow suit. And I think that's, I mean, that's brilliant. That's a brilliant trailer for a follow-up episode of uh, Zero Five Air to see what's happening. But I think the fact that HP have moved and actually taking it seriously is fantastic. So I didn't know that, and it's brilliant news that we've got one. Yeah, and H- HP are doing fantastically. Generally, actually, they're doing some really wonderful things in the circular economy world. And I, I saw that they had an inkjet printer now, where for a standard inkjet printer, the, the ink is sort of carried in the ink as in the printer head as it moves up and down. But they're now producing a printer that has a remote reservoir that you keep refilling a reservoir and then it's a print head is that something that's is that for bigger printers or will we all be seeing a refillable no i know epson are doing that and um epson printers are more expensive to start with um so they're generally less accessible for say your students going off to uni and wanting a a printer in their um, room or whatever but that is starting to happen with home use printers and amazing amazing I mean that will when that eventually becomes the norm I won't have my business left anymore but I'll be a very happy lady because um, <laughs> it's it's giving a solution yeah absolutely and it seems like a sensible way to go in terms of uh, avoiding the waste of the ink head but it feels like it's a long way a long way to go yet and, um, and and is it's messy as well it's messy a lot of consumers don't want to be standing there with a bottle of ink 
over their living room carpet. But for an office, that's a, um, a great viable solution, isn't it? And I think your market probably is going to be there because we're going to have, you know, a lot, a lot of people with reservoirs, but also a lot of people with a smaller printer. And, um, you know, we've got if we can have two circular solutions, then it works well, which brings us nicely back onto your customers. Are, your, are you focused on households and home working, which is a bit of great time to start start a business with home working? Or have you got aspirations to move into the B2B world? A business is better at sending back cartridges or worse? Any evidence? Well, I mean, I've, I'm going against the norm of this industry. So as I say, I don't want to be dealing with one person in their home sending me their cartridges in an envelope, because to me, um, it's a bit of a joke, a plastic envelope going through the post. So what I tend to do is I tend to work with communities and community leaders, get the ink bin into a community space. So we're just preparing to put ink bins in the library of one of our um, councils, they will have an ink bin in every single library in their county, which then means that everybody in the county has got a solution for where to drop their cartridges. Uh, We put them into schools and then we encourage the schools to speak to the wider community, grandparents, friends and things. We've got them in estate agents who collect on a community level. And one of our um, ones that we absolutely love working with is the TerraCycle type groups. People already collecting crisp packets and all sorts up and down the country. We will pop the ink bin in there. The long-term hope is that we have an ink bin in every supermarket in the country so that consumers have got a complete solution to where to drop them. Brilliant. Fantastic. And so how did you get, what was the moment at which you decided to wake up around the issue? And when did you decide to make a change into saving the planet? I've always been that person. I've always been, you know, right from eight years old, I was very passionate about the ozone layer, but I am a teacher. So I've been teaching for about 20 years. And uh, the long and the short of it, I got incredibly fed up with funding cuts in schools uh, to the point I didn't feel like I could do my job well enough anymore and uh, stumbled across this as a fundraising opportunity for schools. So established the ink bin initially focusing on putting the ink bins in schools for PTA associations to collect and fundraise for schools and just became a passionate ink lady, a bit of an ink geek. (laughs) (laughs) The more you learn about something, the more you you become passionate about trying to change something you think isn't quite right. And it is often the way that you sort of, uh, you start thinking, you know, I've got a problem in, 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 or an opportunity in, in the school or the local town or community. And then the more you stare at something, more of these opportunities open up. Absolutely. I I stumbled across the ink side of things, wanting to go into the fundraising side of things. But actually, I'm, um, you know, it's wonderful. I'm starting to get recognised as that annoying ink lady who tells us not to throw our cartridges into the bin. (laughs) You know, what does success look like for you in terms of, you know, when you've made it as the ink entrepreneur of the world? (laughs) What does that success look like and um you know and second part of that question is what's the hurdle that's going to stop you getting there for me i think um it's that 80 percent number is just staggering so um i i'm not going to set myself the target of 100 percent being safe from landfill because i think that's possibly impossible but um if i could flip that number around the 80 20 round so that 80 percent are being recycled and only 20 percent or less are going to landfill, that will be when I know I've done um, what I set out to do. And probably the stumbling block to that, uh, oh, it's probably being a 
very busy working mummy actually um <laughs> it's just going to take a little bit longer than it might do if I wasn't balancing homework everything else but I will get there <laughs> doing everything else absolutely actually, I want to pick you up on a little bit of terminology there because I think you're d downplaying the amazing work you did you said you <laughs> recycle 80 percent you do much better than recycling you're refilling reusing and keeping in the circular economy yeah the 80%, fantastic so. um, fantastic Remind me as well, is it a million cartridges a week? That yes, have been in the UK. Wow. So your, your opportunity in the UK is 800,000 cartridges yeah, a week. Wow, absolutely. that is amazing, amazing. I had no idea the recycling rates were that low. So our listeners, other than coming around and babysitting or child minding <laughs> and, lo and looking, at, looking after your kids while you try and run a, a, a hugely successful business, <laughs> what do they need to do? to help you succeed on your journey? Well, I, if they are a community member, then they can think about getting an Inkman in their community. So if they are um, part of a school or grandparent, parent in a school, um, they could have an Inkman there. And if you've got any larger corporate companies who are listening, I would absolutely love to work with them. Excellent. Well, that, we normally do the plug at the end, which we will do it at the end. What's your, what's your <laughs> website if people want to get in touch? Um, it's just theinkbin.co.uk. Perfect. That's theinkbin.co.uk, but we'll do another plug at the end. Uh, so just sort of moving on a little bit from, uh, although the answer might be the same, from Ink, what's your eco product or eco gadget that you would never be without? Oh, do you know, I'm going to completely flip that on its head because I generally spend a lot of my time thinking, do I need that? So I'm actually going to say I lead quite a, a humble life. And the most exciting thing that happened to me last week was that I actually cultivated my compost heap from about three years ago. So um, I'm going to say I don't need any eco products. I like it. Very good. Just just an, yeah. empty, uh, just an empty desk. Yeah, no, but yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe my laptop. I couldn't live without my laptop. But yeah, other than that. <laughs> and what podcast are you listening to at the moment or book that you're reading that you think we should all be uh, checking out? Uh, <laughs> I've just um, come off of the webinar and been introduced to Simon Sinek. So I shall be going home and listening to that podcast this evening. Brilliant. Excellent. And this is the bit where you're not allowed to vote for your own business. <laughs> What's the most exciting green business out there today, in your opinion? There are a few that I really love that I use within home. So the Coffee Log Company, I think they're called BioBean. I'm loving their logs at the moment on my fire. Looking forward to getting some more of those. The one that I am watching and hoping to work with in the future is a company called, I think they're called British Recycling. And they are turning all sorts of plastic waste into planters and benches and fence panels. And I think that's a pretty exciting thing because you're investing in a product that's got a long shelf life. If you've got cartridges that have been damaged or, you know, you just you just know that they're not appropriate, do you then have sort of an element which you then send on to recyclers? Is that the plan? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So they get pelletized. Um, various things happen to them. Sometimes they get put in roads. Other times they get put into other products. Um, and again, as we grow, I'm hoping that, you know, we can have more ownership over where they go and more exciting products that we can say we want our um, pelletized plastics to go into. Brilliant. And if you're going to ask our listeners to do one thing to help tackle climate change, what would it be? 
oh, I think I'm preaching to converted probably, but it would be buy less stuff. Excellent. <laughs> it would be simply buy less stuff. Excellent. And you can do that by refilling your ink cartridges. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> buying less stuff is, uh, is, is brilliant. And what's the common sort of myth that you get most annoyed about the environment that you'd like to debunk? What do you hear that's nonsense that you're always telling people that it's not right? Oh, I think that climate change doesn't exist, actually. You know, I ha I've had, I have friends telling me, oh, you know, I've been going through ice ages in and out of them for such a long time. And um, it's like, no, no, things are different. We do really need to, to listen up. Yeah, excellent. I'll definitely keep, and we definitely need to keep talking more about climate change than we do. That's yeah. Sure. So what's coming up in the future, Becky, that you're most excited about? Coming up in the future that I'm most excited about, there's some big things and a couple of them I possibly can't talk about at the moment, but might be able to in a couple of weeks' time. But the big one for me is our Waitrose work. I am really hoping that we can secure working with Waitrose on a wider basis and hopefully from that follow suit with some of the other major chains as well. Absolutely, and get them all on board. That would be great. Yeah. So they'll all be listening, so they need to uh, get in touch with www.theinkbin.co.uk. Get in touch with Becky. So we have the first mile Planet Saver Hall of Fame, which we're building up over time. What would you put in our hall of fame it can be a person an object it could be anything oh i think it would be i'm a bit of a fan of tom zatsky actually i think he's done amazing things with closed loop systems uh he does lots of stuff that i'm sort of trying to emulate in a different industry and i think he's making people think and he's making corporations accountable Excellent, great. Well, we'll welcome Tom into the uh, into the first mile planet saver hall of fame. Is a is a met him on a few occasions. He's a very oh. lovely man as well. So he'd be very uh, good company. Becky, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on this episode of zero five zero, and it totally went in a different direction than I than I than I thought <laughs> yes yesterday because I thought we'd be talking about the the shrinking print market, and I'm amazed it's sort of expanding so much. So. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Can you remind us one more time how people find you and get in touch? Absolutely. So everything is on the website, which is theinkbin.co.uk. Brilliant. That's really easy. It's been a huge pleasure, Becky. Thank you very yes, much. Thank you. And we'll hopefully get you on a future episode when you've taken on the world and those 800,000 inkjets per week have been. Most definitely. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thank you. I'm Bruce Bradley and you've been listening to Zero Five O, where we meet incredible people creating solutions for a zero carbon world. Keep listening to all episodes on Spotify, Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Zero Five O. Zero five -o.